Hi, my name is Anna. And I'm Kat. And this is... We, we moved, moved to Glasgow. Glasgow. We're back again. It feels like it has been such a long time since the last update, but it hasn't. No, it's actually only been three weeks because we're recording this a little bit early because um, there's a lot going on. <laughs> Uni starting for me next week. Yeah, I've already started, but I appreciate the editing time. <laughs> so, yeah. So, how has it been being back after a little bit of a break? It's been good. It's been not hard to adjust, but I've just realized that uni is a lot of work, actually. Um, really? Yeah. No shocker. Oh my god, bachelors! I thought that was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm. I feel like I've gotten quite quickly back into the grind. So. I feel like after I got back from Denmark and New York, I was really ready to go back to uni. I was just like, let's do this. I'm going to spend all my time in the library. And then it took me about a week, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, so today was the first time I've only hit snooze once, which was such a moment of victory for me because it's been so difficult. I even done the thing where you put your phone like really far away so yeah. you have to get up. Yeah. I just got up and then pressed snooze and then took the phone back with me to bed. So it's not really working out um, greatly. I feel you, yeah. Um, but other things that have happened is, when was it? A couple of days ago? Friday? Friday. Friday was it? I had a little conspiring with uh, Anna's girlfriend, <laughs> Sarah. Um, about a week earlier, I'd been uh, on the phone with her and we just like, oh my God, well, we're not going to see each other for a while. So Sarah decides spontaneously that she's going to come to Glasgow to visit both the both of us, basically. Only thing was, we decided to keep it a secret from Anna for an entire week, which is a really big thing, but it also meant that I had to do a very elaborate plan <laughs> for us to meet up so we could like reveal this thing together. So I uh, asked Sarah out, or asked Anna out to go to the movies, and then Anna decided to invite all of her friends <laughs> along, which uh, made it a little bit more difficult, so I also had to include another of Anna's friends in this I also made it thing. more difficult by saying, like, oh, we might go to a concert afterwards. Oh, yeah, like completely threw me off. I was like, I can't. Well, it's how like am I a, gonna do with this? It's like those like TV shows where you're like, ah, uh, people would never make plans on the spot, and then there's just me, yeah, ruining all ruining of the all of it. But yeah, but also during that day, we uh, managed to cut our hair um, again. Not, like you've cut yeah. my hair before, <laughs> but this time I also got the honor of attempting to cut your hair. I think it turned out beautiful. Actually, a lot of people noticed. Like they said, oh, it looks so good. I was like, yeah, my friend cut it. And they were really surprised because I think curly hair has a reputation of being difficult to cut. I feel like it would be a lot easier to cut curly hair because you can't really <laughs> see where I messed up. You didn't mess up at all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was also really happy that once again I successfully managed to let one of my friends cut my hair because I think every single time I text her like, oh my god, um, this person cut my hair. She's like, oh no, not again. <laughs> Which is funny because the one time my hair actually got messed up by not going to a hairdresser was when she attempted to cut my bangs and it was, did the most awful job. Bangs are so easy to cut though. At least I cut my own bangs. And but I you have cut. curly bangs. Curly hair just makes it easier, yeah. yeah. No, but besides that, we've been seeing each other quite a bit this month actually. Yeah, I feel like we've seen each other like three times a week. Yeah, and it's mainly been because of the work we're doing with the online audio magazine. Um, LYD, which we've been talking about a bit earlier, I think. Just meeting up a lot to interview people and to have meetings about it, and we're really excited. Actually, when this podcast comes out, the site will be up. Yeah, it's on the day, I guess. So we're both yeah. releasing an online magazine, and maybe more importantly, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, so if you haven't uh, checked it out yet, you can go to Facebook for uh, magazine LYD. You go on Twitter, or you can go to 
LYDMAC.com, where it will be launched on the day. Wow, I'm so excited. I can't wait to do it. I feel like it's been in the work for a couple of months now, and I'm just ready for everyone to see Mm. all the work we've done but I'm also very stressed out about everyone seeing it like what if they don't like it yeah but um we had a meeting and actually realized how much we've done for it so I'm mainly excited now I think now that it seems that we actually have material yeah (laughs) to put out so it's gonna be really fun we had a lot of people writing for us and that's quite nice yeah but also it seems like you can't stick to having (laughs) I was gonna say one project the magazine but I guess you also have a podcast and you have um, a radio show yeah, but that's like once a week, and then you decided to become what stage manager, and you're also doing like student TV, and you're also writing for another like student magazine, and like when is, and you are gonna be like do like graphics and stuff for an MUN conference in York, and you're gonna go do a bunch of like press stuff for there. So like, I understand when you say that uni is a lot of work because it seems like maybe uni is just work (laughs) compared to what else you have to do everything else is just so much more fun also hire me to shoot your music video please right because every time i meet you you're like oh let's do this project as well like oh let's do this project this summer i have a lot of things set up for summer and i'm really excited but i'm gonna have a break after february where just staged and i'm gonna stage manages which is gonna be fun because i've never done any theater before right but speaking not of theater but i guess uh nothing else um what a great segue we are gonna talk about nightlife today which um i think is one of the topics i've been most excited about talking about because i feel like i have been a very prominent member (laughs) of the glasgow uh nightlife scene since arriving here i feel like i wasn't very much of a going out person before arriving and then it feels like I just got swept up in freshers, and freshers never ended. <laughs> That's one way to extend freshers, I suppose. Yeah, it really does seem like this is going to be me naming, like, two bars and then just cat talking for the rest of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then I thought we could start by saying some of our favorite spots, because I think in the beginning when we were doing this, or, like, planning this episode, we were talking about just naming kind of, like, not all, but quite a few of the clubs and bars we've been to. But if Kat has to name every single one, it's going to go on forever. It's really not that bad. Okay. Because about, I think it took me a month or two to actually start venturing out. It wasn't until I met uh, my friend Macy, who uh, very much enjoys like trying new places. Because in the beginning, I, um, I basically just went to Kokomo and Bamboo, which is really embarrassing thinking back of. Because they are such like... They're just not cool places. They are places you survive. They're really Like, shady. I am um, a survivor of bamboo and Kokomo. Kokomo was... I've been to Kokomo with you, and that was actual hell. Also, you couldn't even remember, like, you said that Kokomo was one place, but it was bamboo. Right, but the thing is, they're owned by the same person, they're in the same spot, they're literally the same, bamboo is just bigger and plays more decent music and doesn't have a dress code, it seems. I'm so like glad I've you took me to Kokomo then. I feel like the difference is that... But they're open at different times, so it depends on the day that you go out. Oh, <laughs> of course. I think that's also a thing I've learned since getting here, is that I never realized, like, when you go out during the weekdays, that, of course, like, different clubs are known for different nights. Mm. So if you're going out on a Tuesday, of course you're going to go to Cushion. If you're going to go out on this day, of course you're going to go to blah, blah, blah. You see, of course, like, I would know. Oh, no, like, I didn't know, and I barely know. Like, I just know, like, Cushion Tuesday, Bamboo Wednesday, and then... Every other night seems like you can go anywhere. Yeah, it's like don't go out on Mondays. Yeah, I mean, I remember um, 
going to Flat One and being told that it's usually not a good idea to go on Fridays because it's so packed on Fridays. It's quite a small spot. So. But I think, yeah. speaking of Flat One, that's probably been one of the places I've been most excited like after going there the first time to mm. go back to. Yeah. Because I think most of the places that I'd gone to up until then had been like Bamboo, Kokomo, like style places which are very much like how do you describe it uh very standard places like it doesn't really have a specific like feel to it you could like it could kind of be anywhere which is i guess why i was able to like confuse the two because it doesn't like yeah. it's not like oh my god i can't believe i went to bamboo it's just you more talk about the fact that you're going out it's, uh, very, clubby. Flat- yeah. it's very very clubby and not in the an interesting way no um whereas flatter one is very particular so mm. I really like going there, and I also really liked the way that people seem to treat each other, yeah. um, because mm. I feel like Bamboo and Kokomo also have a very much of a reputation that you kind of just go there to hook up with someone, and that feels kind of sleazy. Whereas Flato One felt like you go there specifically to dance and like for having fun. Um, Flato One also has like the vibe because of the place. So Flato One is made like a flat, which yeah. I also thought was quite nice. Just seems more chill, and the music is good, so that helps. I'm surprised you remembered the music from that <laughs> night. Haha! <laughs> <laughs> I've been there twice, so it's fine. All right, fine. Yeah, no. I think that's definitely. And then Buff Club. I've not been. Yeah, I was. I was there one time, and I think it was not a decision on my part. I just kind of like went along with it. Mm-hmm. But it was very interesting because it had. Because um, usually it seems like the bar and the club place kind of like blend together, but it's very separate in both club where it's like the bar is downstairs, so you can actually go and like have a conversation with people if you want to, and then you mm-hmm. can go upstairs and dance. And it was such a strange like mix between like disco music and ABBA, and then like oh, venturing I- on to like techno music in between or like mm-hmm. before, and it's very confusing but very enjoyable if you're just looking to like dance to some different things. That sounds actually quite fun, yeah. I think um, one of the clubs, I don't really know if it's one of the clubs that I like the most, but I had a really fun night there at least at Nice and Sleazy, where they have club nights downstairs in the basement uh, and the bar upstairs. And I also do like the bar upstairs, although I do prefer broadcast. <laughs> but uh, we were there for the club night where they had 80s disco type oh, thing. Great. And it was so great, also because it wasn't, usually when you say 80s night, it's like the same songs that always play, but this was more like the 80s style. So you actually felt like you were transported back to like this like disco techno mix sort of. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, we also went to Nice and Sleazy together once because back in November, I'm gonna say, I threw uh, a Danish peop- like party <laughs> for all the Danish friends that I had um, in the area and from afar. Um, and we ended up in Nice and Sleazy. We talked about that as well, I think. Yeah, because that was the day, I was just going to say, like, that's the day where we ended up going to the deep fried Mars bar place. Oh, yeah, right. Um, and had our first deep fried Mars bar. We haven't, I haven't had one since. You haven't either? No, I'm not going to. All right. I'm still, you say that I change my opinion about this every time I talk about deep fried Mars bars. you do. But I feel like now I've just decided to not settle on like whether I'm gonna do it or not okay. anymore. I'm just gonna leave it open. Like one day, if, if, if it happens, it if happens. it happens, <laughs> it happens. You know. <laughs> so yeah, but I mean, talking about the bar upstairs, so nice and sleazy, and I, I just mentioned a broadcast. That's definitely the place I'm at the most um, broadcast. Um, I don't know why it's easy to go to. I think because it's not too far away from any of the places where me or my friends live. So um, it's also just a really nice vibe. They have to disco thing upstairs in the bar and like usually play quite good music and have really good white russians as well so (laughs) it's a bonus but speaking of like because obviously there's a difference in where we live because i live um by 
Caledonian University. Mm. So I live pretty much in city center. Where you you live um, in Morano? What is it? Student Street? Student? Yeah, it's, it's in Mary Hill. Yeah. So. Um, so it's a while away. So how long does it take you to get into city center? It takes me like uh, <laughs> uh, 20 or 30 minutes, I'd say. 30 probably. I actually, I haven't really timed it as such. I would say 30. Um, if it's like to nice and slazy broadcast that area where also garages and then you know the extra time you walk from there I guess mm, yeah because I feel like that would make a difference in the places that I go but usually you start at one place and then you continue I mean I know like I went with some friends bar hopping at some point and then we just kind of walked up and down like we walked quite a bit mm. and we didn't really mind because you have those breaks of sitting down that's the sound because we basically just like meet up at someone's kitchen and then you pre to mm. save money, mm-hmm. and then you go out to yeah. the, directly to the spot, unless you're going on a sub-crawl or well, a pub-crawl. I mean, sometimes I also pre at my friend's place, and they live closer, mm. so it's not as far as away. They live on Sock Hill Street and stuff, so... That's nice. Yeah, I wonder how that feels like, to live <laughs> close by things. But yeah, so basically, so when you, you go out, do you always walk there? Yeah, okay. I always walk. And you like, and when you go home, it's the I, same. I prefer walking. Uh, in the beginning of the year, I took Ubers, and then I realized that first of all, I don't really like taking Ubers. Like, I don't like having my credit card information stored in an app. Basically, <laughs> just like a little paranoia there. Yeah, paranoid much? Um, no, but I, yeah, I just I don't like it. Um, and then I also realized that it's not that far to walk, and I actually kind of like the walk because you get that fresh air, which you quite need after... Getting a little sobered up on yeah. your way home. No, it really does. And usually I walk with friends, um, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah, because I think the walk home, even though my walk home is usually like five, ten minutes, <laughs> is turned um, a little worse as the weather has become. I just haven't been out. That's my solution. All right, because the other day... Um, as research for this <laughs> podcast, of course, um, I decided that I had to experience Sub Club, which is like notorious for being a very like hardcore techno club. Mm. And I think the best part of the night was definitely us like walking from Freeze um, to the club because it had just snowed. So we had a major snowball fight mm. all the way to the club. And it was just a very, very wonderful time in my life that will always cherish. Like it was a great time in, uh, in my life to to pre and then have a snowball fight and then go into a club. I expected it to, to be a lot more hardcore techno. Mm. Really wasn't. Oh, um, that's good. It was um, no, because I was excited for techno oh, music. I'm so sorry. I was like, I was at least looking for a little bit of like flat one techno. Was, but is it like flat one or not? I think I was also told that this was a very unusual night. Oh. Um, because they ended up playing ABBA. Okay, that does not sound like what I've heard about stuff club. No. Um, it also wasn't very full, and it was a Tuesday night. So you know, like maybe. <laughs> Factors. Maybe, yeah, the club was not going up on a Tuesday. No, but apparently it's kind of known for Tuesdays. I don't know. But I went there. It was fun. I'm going to go back once. Interesting. Yeah. But I could definitely recommend doing that snowball fight on the way there, um, especially for exercise, because I woke up the next day (laughs) and everything was sore. (laughs) I was so, like, I think I remember being a little out of breath. I just think I was so caught up in, like, a snowball fight that I kind of forgot that I hadn't exercised for a month. <laughs> so it hit me all at once. Yeah. And it hit me for, like, three days straight. And it was, yeah. Now you're back to workout routine, or...? Oh, no. Not, nah. Um, I'm going to wait until boxing comes back in a few weeks. I'm yeah. guessing, like, it's going to start next week. I mean, if you think about it, then going out is a good 
exercise because you also dance. So yes, it's great. That is definitely why I do it. It is for the exercise and it's for nothing else, mom. <laughs> exactly. Um, for body workout. No, I think um, I've kind of realized that the places that I like the most are the places where they also have gigs, actually. It's like both Nice Sleazy Broadcast, Garage, where we were. They also do a lot of concerts, and I just feel like that's... You can often feel that, that the vibe is different in a club like that, then. Although I do like Flatter One. So, yeah. yeah. More bar person, usually. But, but I feel like yeah. Flatter One is like a concert every time, because they sort of like bring in new DJs yeah, all the time. It's not like why. a resident DJ that's there, or I guess maybe there is, but it's most of the time it'll be like one specific person who's who's on for that night but yeah and in terms of like bars i feel like i just go to the same places all the time i mean do i have to say broadcasting <laughs> uh i mean we also went to vodka vodka which is on uh, ashton lane in the west end so it's i don't know why we don't go there anymore i think it's just because now we've gotten this like usual spot like we know what to order mm. at broadcast and stuff like that but vodka vodka is quite nice yeah i think my favorite place where i took you on friday <laughs> For the surprise is oh, Lucky yeah. Seven, which yeah. is a bar connected to Flato One. <laughs> I feel like you're getting a theme here of like we like these places. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, it just has like it has um, a thing where you can get drinks for like three fifty mm. uh, between like Tuesday and Thursday or something. Yeah, and it's like espresso martinis are just a godly experience. I'm it's never, so good. Never understood the hype, but sure. But uh, I li- really like Lucky Seven as well. Um, when we were there, they had a bit fun with the sound levels it seemed but else the music was really nice as well like yeah, it was ritual. nice music it was just um very loud for a very Not- empty place but the dj guy who was djing a bar um seemed to be having a great time like he was really feeling this music it was very mellow but loud yeah and no he looked like he was djing an edm he looked like he was DJing at Flutter One, basically. Yeah. Um, but I think we've also, like, I feel like it's you who bring this up all the time. <laughs> like, every time. And it's always, like, it's a major debate. And, like, there's always someone new who hasn't had the discussion before where everyone it's else is so going to be, like... It's so easy to start this debate. It yes. is horrible, but basically it is what distinguishes bars and pubs and, and clubs. I just want to introduce this by saying that it comes from my sociology tutorial, actually. So thanks for my tutorial leader. For putting this upon every friend or person who yeah. is So when you do around. sociology, these like random debates sometimes start. Mm. Well, especially because it's like these terms that we use normally, but like they're not really defined. And it was an exercise where they were like, oh, think about which ki- what kind of person goes to which kind of bars. Uh, and then like in another sentence, they used pubs. So it was interchangeable. And this started a debate that bars and pubs are not interchangeable there are different places for different groups of people. And we've had, especially with, again, broadcasts, uh, debating because pub would usually be where they say serve food, but both broadcast and actually also um, Nice and Sleazy, they serve food, but you wouldn't call it a pub, you would call it a bar because it has a younger audience. Yeah, because I feel like the age thing is where it kind of distinguishes it itself. Like, is it targeted towards, I'm not going to say <laughs> the elderly, but like... <laughs> An older generation, um, whereas bars is more for younger people. But then again, it also, I guess, is very a cultural thing because we don't really... Do we have something in Danish for pub? Like, isn't it a very British thing? Bodega? Yeah. I don't know. It's not, because bodega is definitely for old people. But I feel like bodega is, like, very much, like, old and kind of gross and everything's kind of sticky and you can smoke inside. And you have, like, a... Like a you play cards or something. Or dice. 
I didn't have that association, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> All right, that's what I have. But I feel like that's, oh yeah, I guess that's kind of the same association as I have with pubs, but I feel exactly. like pub has also become sort of like maybe a tourist term as a, sort yeah, of yeah, like yeah. you want it to be more like, um, like more Scottish, like have the <laughs> Scottish experience, like come into this pub, but then it's still like very nice and clean. Yeah, but you wouldn't go to nice and sleazy for a Scottish pub. It's like what my point is. Also, no, but I'm saying like um, Lauders. Have you been there? It's on Saki Hall Street, but basically it is like a very nice pub. Okay. So. Yeah. But that's still like more a place where you would maybe bring your family then. I don't know. See, I mean, it does start a debate every time. Yeah. I went through it. Also, I got really offended at some point because someone said that um, the basement in Broadcast is a club, but I see it as a gig space. Like a venue? Like a, yeah, like a venue, but a venue can be anything. <laughs> so I'm so sorry All for bringing this up. I feel like up. we should just like you guys like this is up for discussion. <laughs> Have it with your friends and family. Tweet us. Tweet us at move to Glasgow and tell us what you thought. Maybe <laughs> not. Maybe write us an email because I feel like this is not going to fit into. Write an essay and we'll publish it in LYD. Yeah, if you have, uh, if you want to write an essay on what the difference is and stir <laughs> up some controversy, <laughs> then feel free. All details will be in the description. <laughs> Right, um, but I think you can't really talk about nightlife in Scotland without talking about drinking culture. Yeah. And, like, how... Especially when we compare it, right? Yeah, because I think I was coming from the belief that young people in Denmark drink plenty. Oh, yeah. Like, not that we have a drinking problem, like, but it kind of, like, it kind of, it feels like people are talking about it as if it's a drinking problem. Like, it's a lot, um, but then I come bit. here, and every Scottish person, when I tell, like, oh, yeah, like, people in Denmark drink plenty, like, I started drinking at this age, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, ah, now you hear, I started drinking when I was five. <laughs> like, I don't know, it feels like a very competitive thing <laughs> that people, like, that Scottish people are very proud of the fact, or, like, a, some of them are seem to be very proud of the fact that they drink excessively. Um, I also think it's worth mentioning that we move in different friend circles here. And I have a lot Very of much. international friends, and I also have a lot of friends who don't drink, so or don't drink that much, at least. Yeah. Um, so I think I experience it to a lesser degree in general, although I do think when I go out that I feel like Scottish people drink more, or just a bit more like, or maybe not even drink more, but just a more drunk for some reason. Mm. I don't really know I how. think it's also because people drink for different reasons, mm. which I learned really, really quickly, because um, I um, had a Danish friend, or like I have a Danish friend, Sigrid, and we hung out a lot in the beginning, and one of the first nights we went out, we just went into my kitchen, and we did, ended up, like, drinking with my flatmate, a bunch of his friends. And then we started doing this drinking game, Ull bowling, mm. which is beer bowling, which is a very common game in Denmark. Like, everyone seems to know what it is. But just, they were very, like, surprised by this idea of turning in, like, drinking into not just, like, a card game, but, like, playing, basically. Yeah. Like, having fun, and it was like you had to move around and do things. Because I think they're very used to drinking for the sake of drinking like you want to be drunk that's yeah. why you drink whereas like i feel like at least like in the friendship circles from back home it's very much you drink just for like the hygge like <laughs> for the, like um just like hanging around your friends like and then the eventually aspects, yeah, yeah the social aspect because you will get drunk eventually <laughs> but it's not necessarily like Oh my god, I can't believe I'm not drunk yet. It's not the end goal. But um, again, it's really hard for me to distinguish between what is a difference in social circles and what is an d- actual cultural difference. Mm. Because I'm sure there are also people who drink just to get drunk in Denmark. Uh, oh I, yeah, I definitely. do not doubt that. Yeah, I just... There's some 
some really minor differences you notice. Uh, also, people really do drink breakfast here. I thought it was kind of like a joke in the beginning, to be honest. I didn't know it was a thing until I had it. Like, I, I knew what it was, but I thought it was like, you know, like very few people drink it. Like, it's only if you want to get really fucked up. But it seems to be almost as common as like drinking vodka or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think that is also like very much in the social circles that you move because it seems to be tied to a specific culture in Scotland. Like apparently, it's tied to a net culture. <laughs> yeah, which I'm about like that. not really sure. Like what actually? Uh, I've tried asking people, Ned, and like yeah, they, about they're that just like this person's well. a Ned. This person's a Ned. Um, but I'm like that doesn't it really qualify. It stands for anything. something, um, and I can't remember exactly what. And I don't want to Google it because it's going to take up time, but we had about sociology and it's basically like a bit lower class, I think, mm-hmm. and something like, you know, you're like a bit uneducated maybe. Like, it's kind of like a really nasty stereotype, actually. Is uh, it kind of like Ranas is in Denmark? I think it's more like Ama, actually, because right, you don't yeah. have to be, like, from outside class. Yeah, sort of. So it's kind of like, yeah, it's a bit nasty, but it is a s- stereotype, I guess. Yeah, but they also seem to be very proud of this culture. <laughs> Like the one, because I was asking right. a couple of people about like what it is, and they just point to like this person is a is a Ned, and I'm like, all right, like, uh, and he's like, yeah, like uh, I am, <laughs> like I drink book, but like I don't know. It seemed to be not necessarily like, a really bad thing to be. All right, I, I found found the way it was talked about to be a bit rude, but but you're also at Glasgow Uni, might I point out? <laughs> <laughs> I think I move in a different circle. That is simply for probably true. Yes, because I think there's also a very specific difference as to the stereotypes as to how like Glasgow Cali people drink and then how Glasgow Uni. At least like mm. Cali people seem to have a very specific stereotype about Glasgow Uni that you guys <laughs> all just sit around like drinking your wet, red wine, like eating hummus, like which is basically exactly what you do. I was gonna say I feel so attacked, but right. it's so true. <laughs> oh God, no! Are you called out now. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, I eat both hummus and I only drink. I no, not only, but like I quite often enjoy yeah. a glass of red wine. And, like, most Glasgow Uni people would rather just stay in the West End because, like, um, the city center is kind of dangerous. And, like, that is, like, the funniest thing I've heard, that the city center is a dangerous place to be. I don't find it dangerous, nah. No, because, like, I know at least, like, even people from Glasgow Cali, I know a person who took a taxi from Bamboo to, like, to Cali Court, which is the student accommodation for us. That is such a short walk. It's like, just, it takes you 10 minutes if you're super drunk. It's just so funny to me because, like, it's one of those things where I know my parents would appreciate if I did that, but I also know that you would never do that in Copenhagen, sort of. No. If that makes sense, like, you would... So, like, and Glasgow city centre does not seem more dangerous to me than I just inner think city the thing about being in city centre is that there's always other people. So, like, if anything were to happen, you're out in the open, yeah. like, there's always going to be someone who can hear you. Cause I mean, I live in, in Mary Hill, so I don't feel like city centre is too <laughs> just saying, that's fine. But yeah, so do you feel like do you feel like people drink more, or is it just like a part of the student experience? Because I feel like maybe it's just the fact that we've moved yeah. on from high school to. I was university. about to say, you know, it's so hard for me to judge, and also, yeah, because you're both you're like we have different friend groups, and then mm. we also have different friend groups from them in Denmark. So it's just so it's difficult for me to assess. Mm. I think for me personally, I can definitely see a change in like I drink more often mm. now. Um, that it, it's also become a very like casual thing that you'll like have a, like share a bottle of red wine on like yeah. a weekday or like you'll go out for just like one or two beers. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like 
in Denmark, but I think that was also like very much tied to like being in high school and stuff. You wouldn't just say, like go yeah. out for a drink. No. Um, I feel like a lot of it comes with me in general, just being outside more. Like mm. not while in high school, I felt more that you had like, oh, I have these things to do tomo- till tomorrow. But now it's more like, you, I complete my work on Sundays usually, and then I'm like, I can do what I want in the evenings, um, and it just opens up more time, I guess. So mm. it also feels a bit more chill because you can you are in walking distance to everything. While when I lived in Copenhagen, I would have to take like a train. <laughs> so I think that also does something but yeah but we're still alive we haven't died from alcohol yet i mean i, I don't, don't f- see it coming i don't feel like i drank that much to be like i feel like I drank more in high school but also i very rarely drank in high school so it's not that impressive i guess yeah i think it's also just like in the beginning like i think what kind of distinguished freshers and the rest of the year for me was that freshers was very much about like get drunk like get drunk enough to like be able to talk to new people and just Mm. like be social whereas since then it's become more of like I'll go out with people that I already know like friends so you don't really have to get wasted because you kind of enjoy the company. See I had a really interesting freshness experience actually and that might be a very Glasgow uni stereotype thing that I'm playing into right now Um, but so the friends that I hang out with right now I actually met them at freshers and we basically hung out the entire year freshers, and we drank very, very little. Yeah. Like, we definitely drink more now than we drank at freshers. Probably the most sober bunch um, of all <laughs> students during that week. Um, but I still had a really fun time, and I think maybe that's also one of the reasons why we're still friends, because we actually talk to each other while sober. Yeah, definitely. Because um, when I talk to others, it's like, they're like, oh, yeah, the people you hang out with freshers, you never see them again because you just need someone to get drunk with. Mm. And I just didn't have that experience. Yeah, I think, like, most people that I... Because I also think it's a little bit, like, well, to go out with people that you don't know in the first place. Yeah. So I think mostly Same. I found people that I was able to, like, get to know well enough that we could then go out, but we could mm. still, like, also hang out the next day, hug over. That makes sense, yeah. And go get chips. So. <laughs> yeah. No. So great. Um, but I think that I surprisingly got, like... I don't know why it's surprising to me. I've lived in both Copenhagen and Berlin now, so, like, I feel like drugs have been a much more, like, I'm not going like, to, I was about to say, like, bigger part of my life, but not in terms <laughs> God, of, I, like, Kat. oh, my God, like, coming out to my mom, like, oh, my God, I'm addicted to X now. No. Um, <laughs> no, basically, like, I think maybe because I don't do drugs myself, and mm. so I've always kind of been around people that don't do drugs either. Yeah. But for the first time, I've kind of, become like started moving in a friend circle where like drugs seem to be a very like casual thing or like it's not a big deal if you do md for a night out or like if you just like take half a pill or whatever Mm. um and i think i've also sort of like known that like friends that i've had have like done drugs like at some point but i've never been around it and then for the first time i went to a party where it was just like laid out on a table of like (laughs) i don't even know what it was but i don't know if it was coke or like something else but they basically were like doing lines and it was just like sitting around this table like seven people all with their line ready and i was like this is too much like i can't like this is too in my face like i didn't realize like this was the kind of party i was at oh yeah um it's not as much like um because i think for a little while i was like i'm not going to be around these people then but I also realized that there's a big difference in, like, being around them when they're on drugs and when they're not. So I think it's about, like, having the conscious decision of, like, when is too much for me. So, like, when they start doing drugs, like, very obviously, I think that's when I'm ready to go home because they probably don't care that I'm there anyways. Like, they're not going to remember. Um, whereas, like, 
when it's just like, oh, they took like MD before I got there, like um, just in the bathroom or whatever. Like it doesn't really bother me. <laughs> That's very, like, yeah, no, I've, I've just like, never... I, like, my, like, uh, substance of choice is alcohol. So, like, their substance of choice is speed or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I have that strong opinions about it just because I don't... Like, I haven't been around that mm. g- group of people, I suppose. Um, we talked about this a bit earlier. Again, same with the alcohol. It's really hard to know whether it's because of the city. Like, it's yeah. just different the city or if it's just the circles you move in. Because I do know from people in Denmark that they've also had friends that take drugs and also take drugs to clubs um, although of course it's like a fact sort of that it's more of a part of the culture in Berlin for example that you do drugs at clubs um, as in Copenhagen although yeah but I don't know where Glasgow would figure in in that I suppose no but I also have no idea because I've apparently been completely blind to drugs like my entire life I also didn't realize like when we were in high school um, I felt like I was a pretty like big part of the high school and knew pretty much everything that was going on Except for the drugs part, because then at one point, because I was like student council president and all that, and then suddenly like someone told me like, oh yeah, like um, there's like the administration's like super pissed because they found out that people like there were like traces of coke on like the toilet seats after the oh, parties and like yeah. people were hiding alcohol in the like ceiling and stuff because <laughs> you couldn't bring your own alcohol in. And so I was like, crazy. I like I. I forgot that drugs were a thing. <laughs> I literally did, did not think that, that people in high school could like get access to coke or like do like different Where things. Where do you get the money? It's just what I'm thinking. Right, like, but maybe like they got government funding, like you know the. Or, like, <laughs> so in a socialist country of Denmark, we get government funding for drug addiction. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I think like basically the fact that I wasn't even aware that. People were doing drugs at parties that I went to, like, once a month. <laughs> like, it didn't even oh, occur to me that time. it was an option. <laughs> so I think maybe I'm not... <laughs> I no. can't even, like, have a qualified answer oh. as to which, like, how big of a, a deal it is. Also, because I was in Berlin for six months. <laughs> did not think, like, drugs were a part of that at all. So every time I talked to someone about Berlin, they're like, oh, my God, I guess you're, like, completely fucked for six months, <laughs> right? And, like, someone, like, once told me, like, oh, yeah, I've heard that people, like, kind of get messed up the first couple of months because they just go out so much. And I was just, like, I c- probably went out, like, a handful of times. Oh, <laughs> As long as you had a fun time, that's the important part. You say, aw, like, oh, poor you, you couldn't no. go out anymore. No. Like, <laughs> no, it's more like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I had a great time. I just Cause you didn't don't, factor it into, like... No, you don't... Kids, you don't need drugs to have a fun time. Yes, maybe we should have done this in the beginning. Disclaimer, <laughs> we do not condone excessive alcohol, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, don't do drugs. We'll um, put it in the description. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. No, I was just going to say with the whole being a bit naive about drugs... Mm. Um, so at Murano, uh, I'm in my room, it's like kind of late, and I suddenly hear an ice cream truck outside my window. <laughs> Kat is laughing because she knows the story. Um, and I'm like, hmm, that's a bit odd time. Don't really think about it because we're students. Like, who the fuck would not want to eat ice cream right now? Did not get ice cream because I was quite cozy in my room. And this was, had happened in like, oh, we spent a month a couple of times, like three times-ish maybe. Um, and then at some point I'm sitting with two friends, and we all live at Murano. And then one of my friends, Maya, she's like, Maya and I, we started talking about this ice cream truck and like how it's super weird. Why would you sell ice cream at that time? And then my other friend, Rowan, he looks at us and he's like, guys, you do know they sell drugs, right? <laughs> and we just got so completely shocked. Like the thought that it had been, would have been anything else than ice cream had just not crossed our minds no. at all. And I think he thought we were quite stupid or funny or both. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that also shows something with, 
you know, if you don't move in circles that do drugs under regular, why would you think that? Yeah, it's just not in your mind. And also, just like, why would? I mean, we have security. I thought. Ish. But we also have an ice cream truck that comes in once in a while. Like in the beginning, it would just like drive on the street, like right next to us, so mm. we could hear. Because one of my friends pointed it out because it sounds super creepy. It sounds like, so it's, it's like so, from it. Yeah, exactly. It's so creepy. But then at one point, it actually got like went into Cali Court, which I don't understand like how it did because it's a very like small place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it got let in, which means like security had to have let it in. It's so. But I think um, maybe maybe they also sell ice cream. Actually, so I feel like maybe. Either it's a different ice cream, <laughs> or maybe it's a rumor with the drugs. Because I've also heard it, but maybe it's not true. But it's a great story. But why would you sell ice cream late at night? Like, and also it has stopped know, coming I have, now. I have people who like go to the ice cream truck and get ice cream. But it's stopped coming now, and I feel like that's suspicious to me as well. Or maybe it's just winter time, and ice cream trucks you don't know do well in winter time. This will be a part two um, <laughs> at the end of the <laughs> semester. <laughs> Just to see if it returns. What happened to the ice cream truck? I feel like at some point I need to go down and just ask, but I'm not going to. Yeah, I was talking to someone like, what is it like? If it's a drug thing, like, because they obviously have to like be able to sell ice cream also as a yeah. friend. Like, even though like they do sell drugs, they yeah. have to have ice cream. So we were wondering like, what do you order? Like, do you have to be in on it, or do you go oh. down saying like, I would like some speed, I would like <laughs> some this, or do you say like, um, I would like. Um, Doppelmarke chocolate ice cream with sprinkles. Like (laughs) Like a really obscure thing. And then it's like... Soft ice with uh, licorice sprinkles. (laughs) I don't know. Really, Um, really fast ice cream. And then we were wondering, like, when people, like, whether they have this sign and you just, like, have to point at every single thing, like, get everything, and then, like, until they bring the drugs out. (laughs) Like, so do you have to, like, try everything before you you figure it out? Or do you just have to know someone? I don't know. I, I feel like if you wrote in the Murano group chat, someone would answer that because um, I'm not in it myself, but I know Maya was for a bit, and she said that someone actually put a number for a dealer in that, that point. Well, you know, like some people, they I'm gotta doing get great, their, mom. They gotta get their drugs somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I think maybe <laughs> this concludes. This yeah. concludes. Like, um, so to end off, don't. Uh, do drugs maybe and also I'm sorry mom I'm fine I'm not doing drugs I'm um, good yeah and uh, mom if you want to call Kat's mom and then do like a support group because the number is <laughs> five 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 no. um yes <laughs> alright that's all for now um stay safe everyone stay safe and we hope you enjoy the good winter weather here in Glasgow or wherever you're listening see you next month